know what I'm waiting on. Here come the drum roll. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, party people in the place to be? Welcome to another edition of Married to Hip Hop, Not the Drama with Tracy Lee. And where's the sound? Thank you. I already got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I saw you. Tone, don't think I ain't see you kind of creeping from the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> trying to get in your spot. What's you doing? Trying to get stuff yeah, right see, there. see, that's what I'm talking But anyway, man, welcome, welcome again to another live edition. You know what it is. We are discussing hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, from a grown-up perspective right here on this podcast, as we do each and every bi-weekly. But it seems like we've been going for like a month or something, you know what I mean? Yes. But, but nevertheless, we got... A uh, very, 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 very special guest today. You know what I'm saying? My man, e Roll. But before we get into that, let's introduce the people in here. My co-host, Yo Blinks. What up, man? Yeah. Thank you, Tom. What's going on, yeah, bro? Tired, man. Tired. Tired? Tired yeah, of what? Tired, yo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 hold on, last night. You what? DJing time. Oh no, we yeah, that was yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, happy birthday, Rod Mack. You know what I mean? Celebrating his fiftieth. Yeah, we we'll that though. You and you and Paul Howard. Yeah, it was a good time last night. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Of course, we gotta you know go to the misses. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yes. Miss Kit Kat misses. was happening. Go to the misses. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. You know what I mean? We got the godson over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna save him the last. We got a new co-host. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm like the Mister right now. I'm tired. Oh yeah. I'm tired. I What's think, wrong I, with y'all, man? Yo, I think oh, it yeah. got to do with um, fit fathers, hip hop fathers. I was just. Uh, I, I saw you out there. Oh yeah, shout out to Kamani, yeah. man. Yo, shout out to. I'm not even a father, and I was out there. Yeah, I heard. I saw. I saw this guy getting it in over there. Behind the pool. Doing the macarena. You see me the next day. You see me the next day. And of course, the lovely Mrs. Lee, what's going on? Yeah, you know I mean, what's happening? Hey, that's three for three with this tired thing, man. You tired too? Look, what is going on here? <laughs> We're in, look, you know, we just barely made it here today with the babysitter. So the the grand the grandparents kept the kids while we were in Florida last week. Yeah. And when we called them yesterday, they were like, we're just reminding you, we're going to drop them off. They were like, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm, we need a break. <laughs> we need a break. Like we got to find somebody time. else. We're like, what is the whole thing? The hustle is real. <laughs> the hustle is real. So you see where we at. So, and- so you see my, my number one fan is sitting over there with daddy. And, and that, uh, that that's our, our, our special guest co-host, <laughs> Mr. Landon Lee right here, man. <laughs> you got something to say, bro? What you got to say? What do you say? Yeah, yeah, I, I need y'all to pay special attention to this shirt. Oh, yeah, you want to say something? I need y'all to pay special attention to this shirt here. This John says, my dad married the boss. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> my dad married the boss. Yes. And I wish I could take credit for that shirt, but I have to send a special thank you to my sister-in-law who recognizes how this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder should I express myself on how I feel about this shirt, man. I, you know what? I, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to hold that. That's, oh. that's right. You tell them, babe. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we got a very, very, very special guest coming up, man. But before we get to that, because we celebrating Black Music Month. This is the month of June. So we're going to get into any and everything music-wise that's of the culture. Black. Black culture. You know what I'm saying? So, Blinks, before we go there, man. 
Can we hear some beats, man, please? Some beats? Uh, yes, let me see what please. I got. I got a, you know what? Let me just play something new. Yeah, yeah, it's Black Music Month, man. Just play something hot. Yeah. Woo! Oh, yeah, we're going to get into this. The ghetto will fellow the more. Oh my God, they speak venom. We gon' get into this. Oh my Lord, my enemy is fear, and I'm sure. Oh my God, they want the end of me because I'm pure. Oh my yeah. Lord, discipline for the win. I just go for it. It's a trend for these men to die on their own sword. Tell them, man. Journey far, learn who you can be, but you can learn who you are when you around family. Keep off the shoulders of soldiers on a grizzle. My granddaddy, Matt Little, married Danny Little. They passed down wisdom, blessings were given. Pray my sins don't get passed to my children. I made a killer. I'm a yeah. Like the morning star, called Jordans for the price on stocks. I would ask y'all about now. I'm gonna wait for that. Savvy, get all into that. Eating fagua and caviar. I got my opinion on it. <laughs> Don't fall too far from, from the apple tree. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. I ain't gonna front. This hook is kind of growing on me. <laughs> the ghost of gangsters dance, chinchilla shake yeah. on the hanger. The force of this banger, yeah, my language is big. Now that the tears dry and the pain takes over, Yo, let's talk this thing. I'll save my comments. Yo, kill God, baby, when it wasn't his will and blood spill. We Woo. can't talk this shit over, shit over. The Lord is my shepherd. I am not sheep. I am just a short stone throw from the streets. Come on. I bring my offering. I will not preach. Awaken my demons. You can hear that man screaming. I'm no different than the priest. Priest. Santeria. 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 They say that death comes in threes, how appropriate. appropriate Triple wreck the Russian like Soviets Soviet. Had the Kremlin, searching for the green like a gremlin Presidential emblem, presidential tint on the shit that I am driven in Let's go! I just place orders and drop dollars Rottweilers roam the grounds, the Glock hollers yeah. The three of y'all too accessible Seen all the wrong moves, watching the untouchables We don't do vegetables Get flatlined, welcome all beef, then we heat them with flat irons. Your plans are back fine. Think of double crossing the priest. Hail Mary, repeat after me. Cash and deposit, 24 carry faucet. Louis V and Goyard trunks all in the closet. Ain't hey. change the streets and still watching them. My little baby blue is like, who gon' stop me? Yo, 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 I got a little excited over here because he was playing some knockers. And we're going to get into that in one second. But before we go there, I want to introduce our special guest. Sound guy, are you ready? Okay. Uh, I want to introduce our special guest, man. Two-time Grammy Award. You want to do it? No, no. I was telling you, you want to watch his hand before he pulled that whole mic out? Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Two-time Grammy nominated, you know what I mean? Independent king. Of R&B, you hear me? I said it. Whoever wanted to dispute it, yo, we can see. We we go with the hands outside. My man, my mellow, my brother, none other than the world famous Mr. Eric Robinson. What it is? Time to be here. What's up, y'all? What's happening, man? Man, I'm good, man. Look, everybody tired. I I, I can't even. Oh, you tired too? <laughs> yo, come on. <laughs> Listen, man, I got look, what wifey 
I could live with three kids last night. So this one of the first weekends I'm home, right? You think I'm gonna spend the whole week with my feet kicked up? Man, I was I was out with the kids last night. She had a girl night out, and then today she had something else to do. So luckily for this podcast or, or even daddy take care right now. <laughs> I'm not mad at Sean. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, but... Like, I love spending time with him, but I'm, I'm wore out. I ain't going front. <laughs> well, well, speaking of which, how was your Father's Day, brother? Father's Day was beautiful, man. You know, uh, it was actually my dad's birthday as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, so, so early on, my, my wife planned a nice little day without me and the boys. And then we, uh, we all did that, and we finished off with... Um, with, with uh, celebrating my dad's birthday. And then unfortunately, I, I, then I had to get on a train, me and my wife, because I had to do a commencement speech the next day for the uh, artist to the Washington. So um, so we, we squeezed a lot in in like, in like 12 hours, you know, but it was real nice. What about yours? How was yours? Oh man, it was beautiful. You know, we were uh, actually coming back from Miami, right? We went to the ABF down there, made some connections. So, you know, but overall it was, it was great, man, you know. This father thing is serious, you know what I mean, Blake? No doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, let, let, let's jump into a couple of things. Okay, so this is June. This is Black Music Month. So, you know, as a team, we just thought, you know, you were the, the most qualified, you know, in our circle that we knew to speak on <laughs> just music in general, man. So uh, let's talk about your project first, man. You, you, you did something that was unique with regards to marketing. You let people inside of your process, meaning yeah. you you stream the process of you making an album and then you bless them with not one, not two, but I believe three projects in a year. Yeah. 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 So so talk t- tell us about that, man. So what we have is we have a thing called the process. And actually we're opening up to new members uh next month as well. So keep everybody keep a lookout. What it is is every song that I record in the studio. Every person in the process gets a digital download of what I finished that day. Whether it's a simple idea, me on a piano or a full orchestra or, you know, I added an MC to it or whatever. Right. Um, they get an update on where we are with a song as we build it from start to finish, as well as on who it goes to or what we use it for. So last year I did a, pro- a three part EP called Earth, Wind and Fire. We released that album every three months. Mm-hmm. And um, it got so it got so dope that. um. The, the second album, the Win album, which was a love album, we recorded, I think, 17 songs. And it was going to be eight, eight, seven to eight songs on the EP. Right. I let the members of the process people pick what songs made the album. Oh, wow. So so basically your fan base uh, was were executive producers of sorts to the, to exactly. the project. Wow. Exactly. So, you know, one thing I'll tell you what's real dope about the process, what I realize is, first of all, we don't know what's going to work, what will work. You know, we release it and then everybody had their opinions and feelings. So it's funny that the one thing that was really dope about it was as soon as you did something, you know straight up immediately whether it's working or not. Mm. Because if you, you know, if I click on the next day and it's still talking about it, oh man, okay, we got something here. Right. But if it's just something that kind of passed over, it started talking about another song or something like that. Like, all right, maybe I need to tweak this one up a little bit more. So it, it was really dope to kind of have your fan base kind of sitting there, you know, uh, involved and engaged in, in everything that you were doing. So it was real good. Like I said, we're, we're starting it back up uh, next month as well. So people are interested in the process, keep an eye out for it and, and, and we'll be uh, taking new members as well. Well, well, before we, uh, you know, I guess, give out the information on how they can become part of the process, we'll continue with what we're going to talk about here today. So 
who are some of your influences, man? Like, you know, I've known you for a long time, brother. Like, we go back. So I hear certain things, but who who have been some of your influ- musical influences throughout your journey? The the main turns, like, it started with, for me, it started with a Tribe Called Quest, Stevie Wonder. Mm. Yes. Those three, those three acts, Commission, Tribe Called Quest, Stevie, those are the three acts that I think was a nucleus of, like, growing up, right? And that's three different genres. So we talking about that's gospel, we talking about hip-hop, we talking about... You think about, think about growing up, me growing up in Jersey, where I'm a kid hearing about the birth of hip hop, and and my friends, older brothers coming back over from New York and partying all night, and they got these mixtapes and these fly. I remember my 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 boy Johnny had this flyer, and I remember staring at that flyer, just trying to understand what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was feedy, it was like boom boxes and a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, we're going to church on Sunday, you know, in New Jersey, listen to house music and then all, of course, soul music. And my dad's bringing home rock vinyl and everything. So, you know, when I first started out and tried to do music, I couldn't understand, like, I had all these influences. What do I do with it? Right. And I think A Tribe Called Quest was the first group that I, I think told me, like, unapologetically just combine them all. Ooh. Like, just learn it feels right. Mm-hmm. What? Rock guitar on it, whether it's some house drums under it, whether it's a, a gospel song put to a uh, Al Green sample, if it feel right, it's all good, it's all fine. So I mean, they're all kind of big influences. They're not, they're, I, 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 I to not say the major turns. Like through college, Terrence and Darby was a Ooh, big change. Wow, man. you went in he the crates for that one, bull. <laughs> Look, you know, so early on, Terrence was always dope, but he put out an album called uh, Vibrator. Mm-hmm. In, in like like ninety ninety six uh-huh. album that album changed my writing like just like from that point on I think my pen just got better just I challenged myself to become a stronger writer and then of course like Jay Dilla man discovering Jay Dilla um, just as a beat maker and, and on a low I was telling my other day like when he sang on that fall in love don't sell yourself to yeah. fall in love Yo, it changed my approach to music. It changed right. my approach because up to that point, we're like, don't sell yourself to fall. You know, and he was like, <laughs> so there's certain things that you were trying to do lyrically, rhythmically, that you might not have been able to do. It. Right. Showing you like, yo, I'm going to show you how to hold this tone. He wasn't really much of a singer, but when you when a singer applied it, it was like, oh, it opened a whole new door for me. So you know, from a standpoint, from a singing standpoint, rhyming standpoint, that was a big change for me as well. So, you know, but yeah, everybody really, Erica Badu, Ruth Springsteen, I, I've been studying them all for real. Right. That's what's up. So, um, we've got... Now, right, I, now right. I just want to, you know, shout you out, Eric, of course, but I have to go and shout out my girl, Sean. You know, Sean... Oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> this is married to hip-hop. This is married to hip-hop. Right. You know what I mean? You know... The fabulous Sean Harvey Robeson. Yeah. Right. You know, she came yeah. in Maya. We came together in 93. And yeah. what and, and I know you guys talked about the fatherhood thing and the kids. How do you balance doing what you do and still being there with Sean and the boys? Well, well first and foremost, I, I, I'll say this. You can't get this done without a good woman. Yes. You know, I agree. Good. Yes. Hours and dedication, and that and that even means like the hard conversation. There's plenty of stuff that it, it, you know that don't fly, 
that she she'll be very blunt with me if, if that if she ain't feeling the song she'll let me know if she ain't feeling the outfit before I'm going on stage she'll let me know <laughs> <laughs> the all socks that. the socks me. right the socks the socks you know the, the whole nine you know and, and you know the, the one thing she works very hard in her job and her hustle and I think it's always challenged me to work very hard as well she never really never really uh, challenged me to not put so much into my work it was always about like yo but what are you doing what what's the end result you know what I mean so. Um, she's great, man. She's she's you see a lot of my success, she's the main reason for it because you, you really can't do it without, without that positive energy pushing in. And you know, what I mean, and at the same time, and she gave me three amazing, amazing young men, and uh, and I'm, I'm honored to, to, to be her husband and be the father of her kids. You know what? And and, and I'll let everybody no, 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 say something, but I have to say this there was one year. A few years back, I had the pleasure of attending one of your shows at the Howard Theater, and your mom and I sat at the same table. Wow. And one thing I can honestly say about your performances, I've gone to several R&B, or we've gone to several R&B shows, and, you know, they they sing their butts off and everything, but your show is actually fun. Yes. Like, you, you when you freestyle and Real you start, I'm like, what Interactive. you Right, you'd have somebody say chicken wings or mambo sauce, and next thing you know, you're in the, I was like, how does he do that? So I just have to give you your props for that. I don't know if it's a Howard thing, if it's a Northeast Groover thing, but um, I don't know if it's a Sean Inspired thing. But you know, you no. well, well, and, and before you go in, I, 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 you just segued into where I was gonna go. Like his, it's funny. his freestyle capabilities are impeccable. Like I consider myself to be one of the dopest MCs out there. I gotta toot my own horn because ain't nobody else gonna do it. I toot the <laughs> However, son, you have a gift. Yes. Like, I, unless I'm, you know, what I mean, medicinally, uh, 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 you know, inspired, for lack of a better term, freestyling yeah. off of the top of the head is a challenge for me because I think I overthink too much when I'm when I'm pinning something. However, you do it so effortlessly. It's like, how how do you do that, yo? How do you do that? That's a serious well, question. Well, for, first, first and foremost, is shout out to RNF and Power Move. Ah. Always, always appreciated y'all letting this little RB kid hang around. Come y'all on, man. Time. You was a part of the move. Don't even try it, man. I ain't going to bring up mad props, or I will bring up mad props in a second, but go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, but, but you know, I was always invited in those little MC ciphers. I wasn't. I wasn't always an MC, but but uh, but you know, I was allowed to be in those ciphers and, and and freestyle. And I mean, at the end of the day, it starts. It's, it really starts from hip hop. I, I think if hip hop wasn't invented, you wouldn't see the freestyle capabilities that uh, you know that that I probably showcase on shows. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it goes from you know the the fourth grade in the, in the cafeteria banging yeah. on the, on the table, going to you know in the towers with power move guys rhyming and. And it just goes from just being a songwriter. I mean, we just, I've, I've worked on words rhyming together right. so much. It's right. just that part is just invisible now. Right. So, so, so for me, you know, you know, the crazy thing is that we, on the way to the show, we're freestyling all the way to the show. We freestyle all the way through sound check. And then the show starts, we sing all these songs. And we, and it's like, why not freestyle during the show right. as well? You know, why not? Um, but for me, it, really the way it works is, uh, the more I don't think about it, right? Uh, the more it works, and and it really goes back. I mean, like I didn't name I didn't name the 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 thing we're doing the process for is for reasons because that's something I practice, like the process of gotcha. songwriting, of you know, 
from the aspect of if I'm in a, in a, in a, in a cypher circle with real MCs, I can't sit here and wonder, oh, my God, these guys are real rappers. What am I going to do? Right. You know, I have to be in the moment. Right. I have to be completely dedicated. And that's the same way songwriting as well. You know, after you get nominated for a Grammy, the next time you get in the studio, you can't be thinking about that Grammy while you while you got that pen in your hand. It's going to it's going it's gonna to affect what you're doing. Indeed. So for me, whether I'm sitting with my kids or while I'm writing a song or having a conversation right here, I have to just be in tune in this, not worried about the product of it. It's process over product. It's like just as, as tuned as, in it, as I possibly can be. And, and if I if I stay in tune with the process, the steps of the process, the product will take care of itself. That's, that's you know? facts. That's you facts. know, it's something like, does every, does every freestyle blow everybody away? No, but at the end of the day, it's like the fact that we're willing to do it. Yeah, I, it, I think it's more, the courage. It's the courage, man. It's, 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 that's what it is. And it sets yeah. you apart. It yeah. sets you apart. Cause I, I'll be totally honest, man. Like I said, I'm 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 an overthinker, and I may be, you know, too much of a perfectionist to a fault. Where if I feel like I gotta, you know, I'm gonna freestyle, I think I gotta make everything sound crazy. And so mm-hmm. by me going through that in my head, like I'm not letting it flow. So that's why I admire cats like you that can just, you know, just do that so freely and and make it happen. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, now you and I have had some legendary. Cypher circle, so <laughs> yeah. you said you, you overthink. I might have just missed it. You know, a lot of times, you know, the, the that's 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 you internally how you're hearing it, but the outside world ain't hearing it like that. You know what I mean? It's it, it's just another well, hotline you, just saying, making everybody go, "Oh my god, yeah, that's crazy!" You know, you know? Pre- appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate man, it. all good. What's up, E? What's good? What's, What's good? Going on, good. I do got a question because you were signed artist at one time, right? Yeah, yeah. So my sophomore year, Howard, I, I got signed to Warner Brothers, a very short-lived thing. I put out a song called The Moon, and then from there, I went to Island Records, and uh, that was short-lived as well, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I kind of label hop for a quick second, as a, even especially when I got into the business as, as a songwriter. So, um, but yeah, that was a, a period where I, I was signed, yeah. So what would you tell, like, an up-and-coming artist, a new artist, what's the advantage of being signed and being um, independent? Nice. Well, well, the first thing I always tell everybody, the easiest part is getting signed. You know, that's that's that part is not that hard. Um, the hard part is getting everyone in that building and that label to be on one accord Preach. to buy it, something you created. Preach. You know, like, can you come up with a song, let alone an album that the A&R is happy with, the marketing department is happy with, the vice president is happy with? You know, the street team is happy with every every aspect, the publicist department, it all have to be bought in and sold in. So you got to write a song that's going to just win everybody over. And you you personally, your brand, as you come in, I tell you, thing, listen, if you if you working in this music business, you working hard, regardless of whether you're an indie or major. Um, and this day and age is not much difference, you know, because um, the labels really are trying to just piggyback off of. What, what most artists are building now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Wiz Khalifa had built a fan base already and then the label jumped in and kind of attached themselves to it. You right. know, and that's kind of how... Um, I remember there was... Um, there was... Uh, this has got to be about eight years ago before the, the industry really even changed. And I was talking to uh, A&R and he said that 70%, if not higher, than of all the artists that they signed for the last two years, they had just signed off of YouTube. You know, they saw they, they didn't see him at a club. They didn't see nothing, you know. And as well as you, you know, I know a lot of artists that are getting a lot of attention right now that haven't been signed because their their Instagram numbers and Twitter numbers aren't high enough. 
So, you know, it's, it's, it's a different day and age. But what I tell everybody is like, work on your brand, man. Whether you're going with an indie label, whether you're starting your indie stuff, whether you're going with a major, a major's not a bad thing. It's just not something to wait for. Yeah, you I, know? I mean, and I guess it's because I'm, talk, I'm coming from a vantage point that I was a sign artist as well. Now, yeah. in hindsight, I just don't, especially with the way technology is, man, unless it, it, it's a thing, whether it's, it's the fame that you're chasing or is it the money, in my opinion. Mm. I don't see the purpose for signing with a major unless it's worldwide notoriety that you're looking for because you can make more money being an independent. Now, true, it's a harder grind, but right. you can make more, to me, you can make more money independently as long as you're willing to but do that's the ground. But that's the thing, it is a harder grind. Well, Some people don't, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have that. They don't have that in them to do it. You know? Well, think about it this way, too. Under a major, under a major label... You're based off of the success that other people can manufacture, as well as you're living off of pretty much advances. Right. So, okay, you give me you give me five hundred thousand dollars. You put the record out. We shoot music videos. We record the album. Let's say I dare I recoup. Let's say I, we we smash. Let's say I recoup. The next money coming in is nothing but another advance again. Right. It's like man, I gotta you know. So imagine in basketball that. LeBron James' money, he would have to pay back if he didn't win a championship. Right. You win a championship, you keep it rock on. The next season, you don't win a championship, you got to pay this money back. And it's like, and it's kind of where where the anything, you might not have that big whop of money. You may not have the radio putting in $200,000 behind your song to, to make sure it's playing everywhere. You might be starting from scratch. You might be starting with just with the cash you got in your hand. But what's coming in is yours. What's coming right. in with yours where, you know, you know, you'll have a major label situation where, like, here's a huge check, but then it's chopped up and chopped up and chopped up because all this stuff been spent out. Right. And all this stuff been advanced to you. Right. Oh, you know, for your benefit. And then, you know, okay, case point, you know, independent artists, for me, we started touring in cities that nobody knew us. Okay, a lot of them places was my first show in Washington, D.C. as an independent artist. There's like 50 people there. Mm. Now you see we have now we grew that mm-hmm. you know we definitely but you take a major artist who's getting all this push and then say now they get tour support mm-hmm. now they doing this big show they gotta pay all that money back for what the label put in the, to, to put them in the city mm-hmm. to build that crowd it's like no we i'd rather build it from day one so that as this crowd gets bigger our pockets get bigger we earn that too though mm-hmm. you know we earn fans fans you know were there because we were standing at the door shaking their hands and remembering them when we came back right and punching them to support what we had and and bring more friends next time they come and 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 it just it is grew into something really beautiful but each one each way you do it you gotta work hard you gotta roll your sleeves up and make it make it happen now see so here here's the thing since we're talking about black you know music yeah. month yeah. and everything so what saddens me often is I see a lot of our brothers and sisters you um who are in the music industry, most recently, I would say probably Trey Songs even, um, making it, right? Yeah. And while, you know, we can celebrate them making it and, and being proud of the music that they deliver, at the same time, somehow, some way, it goes left. And when I say left, you see, I'm sorry, we ha- I, my co-host is down Yo, here trying I to love sneak it. back in. I love I'm sorry, Eric. Hold on, she's trying to but sneak back to, in the shot. The, the struggle for us moms we just are blew a struggling couple. today. I'm sorry, Eric. We're just like, <laughs> get to get a bottle. Shout out to my co-host. I'm having well, a major <laughs> moment. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just 
Okay, just show the baby bottle. Okay. We have no, our bottle right here, but okay, no. That seriously. was beautiful. You should have just came and you trying to sneak yeah. up under the tripod and all that. <laughs> but no, but E, so so here's the thing. One, when, when, you know, I've been around Trey for a very, very long time. I've been around you and Sean, at, whether it's at weddings or baby showers, Howard, you events. And I yeah. see one thing that's consistent with the both of you and others that we know is the humility and the and, and the modesty and everybody's just so down to earth and cool. And you don't really hear anything out there about you guys that's negative, yeah. as you know. And so what would you say is different about how you handle, or even trade you too? How is it that you're able to stay in that path of non-drama, non-negativity, whereas mm-hmm. others, our other ones are kind of going the other path? People around you. Well, I think one is people around you, but at the same time, you know, for me, you know, I got signed to Warner Brothers when I was 19, but I was dropped by the time I was 21, right? So I, I had a chance to really stop and look and realize now if, if I I look back now and think that getting dropped from Warner Brothers was one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life. And going back to Howard as a failure in the music business mm. was one of the was the best thing, and, and, I, and I can't now look back, it wasn't a failure aspect, it was just the steps I was at in the music business, right? right. But think of me, the pride I had, and I'm shooting this music video, and I'm on a box, and whatever, I'm touring, and whatever, and now I gotta go back, I'm sitting in class again. And I don't have no deal anymore. It was tough, that was humbling, that was very, very humbling, And I, but I think that if I, let's say it really popped off, let's say I sold millions of albums back then at 21 years old, 22 years old, I don't think I'll be around right now. I don't think I'll be making music that people want to listen to. I don't think I would have a valid place in today's music. You know, I, I don't think I would have been the right person because I think those those brick walls I ran into humbled me. Mm. So at the same time, like Trey Songz, like I mean, he's had a great career. Whatever he's dealing with right now, I consider that that's the brick walls that he had. Whether it's coming early, coming later, you kind of need those things to kind of humble you. And you, you look at all these heavy metal rock rock stars. That when you look at them now, they they fathers now. Sure, they might be fathers in their 60s and their 50s, right. but they, they, they were so out of pocket, out of control in their 20s and 30s. They were like, man, no way. <laughs> uh, but now that I done finally sobered up and I finally slowed down, it's like, wow, well, I can really see. And, they, and, and, you know, they're a good person now. Mm-hmm. I can't say who they were when they was 20s or 30s or whatever, but I think, I think everybody's brick walls to a degree come... At a certain time, and at the same time, just always gotta give credit to my parents too. My parents are very um, supportive, but very humble and very straightforward people. You know, my dad is the kind of person he say, "Once you know what's right, you gotta go with it." Yeah. So when you have those kind of um, morals being uh, placed in front of you, and I, as well as like a lot of my church family, and then just keeping it one hundred, like I got uncles I had to be responsible for, like uncles in North Carolina, uncles I wasn't even seeing every day. When I traveled to North Carolina, they had questions for me that I had to make sure I answered, especially like when I started making money again. Like I couldn't come up down there with no Mercedes or something like that. They would pull me aside like, all right, now why you buy that? Mm. And I bet great answer. I have a great answer. Well, how your credit? This, that, this, that. They were, you know, it's very straightforward. So when I was making decisions and I had a chance to make left turns that probably wouldn't been beneficial for me, it wasn't hard for me to think about the people I had to answer for too, and that's kind of helping me stay on a, a, on that on that right path too. And I couldn't agree with you more because that you know essentially everything that you just said is is, is basically my testimony as well. 
background, yeah. my family, my mother, instilling spiritual values, karma's a mother. I'm I'm a scary guy because I don't want nothing to come back to me. So I never, you know, at least intentionally, I didn't try to put things out there that I knew would come back tenfold. So, you know, and and you know, like you said, Blink's just the, the, the good people around me and 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 getting certain things out of my system at a time in my life, whether it be an early age, before I was married, before I was kids involved and things like that. And I was only responsible for me. Then again, keeping moral values, but still having a little bit of fun, but getting that fun out of my system to the point where now I don't even like that's so far gone from my brain, son. You know what I mean? It's like, so I, I, I salute you because, you know, basically you summed it up just like I would have summed it up as well. You know well, what I'm saying? Let me, let me point out also, me and Tracy are both Libras. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, let them know. True Libras. No, <laughs> knock that off. Knock Thank that you know. off. So. Everything has to stay balanced. That's right. So that, if you put too much here, yep. you know you got to deal with it here. Yep. And, I, and so, so when he said like, you know, for me, a good rule for me is always I, I need to I need to be able to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. I need to know I, you know I know that I'm at peace. I know that I handle situations correctly. I was fair with this person. If I didn't like something, I made sure I straightened it up. Mm-hmm. And this and it's, it's like it's a certain thing of like really. You know, it, it's crazy. I'll tell you, and, and I don't know, Trey, this might be going too deep. What? When I was basketball, I didn't realize this until uh, till I was an adult. If I went through my legs with my right hand, I'm not passing that ball or shooting till I go through my legs with my left hand. Mm. But it had to be literally, if, if I bumped my hand on a tree walking home, I would, I would tap something with my left hand. Nah. But my life has been that way. Right, wow. right, wow. right. I, it's wait, the bad, so, no, I like, get it. I get it. I no, get I mean, it. You, you guys trying to get me to become a Libra, and I'm just saying to my Pisces because I'm be like, <laughs> no, Pisces got similar similar traits. You know what I mean? But if, you, if you in the zodiac, you know what I'm saying? Did you have a question, Mrs. Um, Lee? I had a, a question that came in um, live. Yeah, what's up? What they want to so, know? So uh, it's not really, you know, I guess Black Music Month related, but it's a question for you guys, industry question. Mm-hmm. So they okay. want to know, do you feel like you lose your voice somewhat when you're signed as opposed to being an independent artist? And shout out to the person who's asking the question. That's my cousin Sarah from Brooklyn, New York, right. representing. Oh, Brooklyn. Yes. I, hey, I'm going to say, I, yeah, shout out to BK as we do every episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, as we do every Every. <laughs> every, we got to. every episode is a shout out to BK. But nah, <laughs> e, I'm going to let you take the floor, but I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. It, it, it goes by once again. As a sign artist, you got to appease the entire company. If Sony Records sign you, you have to appease in the entire Sony Records. So sure, yeah, where I, I, mean, I just told somebody uh, earlier today, I said, yo, if you're an independent artist, why why not write what you feel? There's no reason not to. You got no rules. You, you're your own boss. Now, there's certain things just being smart, you know what I mean? Right. There's certain things that you shouldn't say or you should say or whatever, but at the end of the day, you... You are your own boss. There's no reason for you to 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 put yourself in a box if you were sitting down and just create music. Imagine, I mean, just in today, if I say I'm gonna sit down and write a poem right now that no one else in the world is gonna see, I can write anything I want. Why would I ever put limitations to that poem I'm writing at that very moment? And right, it's, it's right. kind of the, it's kind of the same thing. But if you sign to a major, I mean, there's way more money put in involved, so things are a little bit more critical. But but at the same time, when you you look at most of the legendary music that's made, 
Um, it's been by signed artists who broke that mold and stepped out. When Marvin Gaye did what's going on. Yep. Um, uh, no, Prince, you know, Prince, Prince did it all the time. You know, what I mean? all the time, all the time. You know, and, and Warner Brothers was in complete battles with this dude yeah. trying to, <laughs> yep. trying to <laughs> down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Which doesn't make any sense. You're like, why would you ever? You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you have the opportunity to make left and right turns creatively, take it. I, mm-hmm. Music is music is not supposed to be made like cheeseburgers at McDonald's. It ain't po- if I'm if I'm making another song, it shouldn't sound like the last song. It's not an assembly line, man. It shouldn't be an assembly line. You put the bun, here's the burger. Put the burger on the <laughs> bun. Here come the lettuce. Put the lettuce on top of the burger. Here come the pickle. <laughs> and you know every time that this is how it's gonna go down. But it shouldn't be like you know what. Be like that. This um idea, the process is almost. <laughs> 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 now I'm saying, yo, that that process thing is a brilliant idea. Because yeah. I guess when you sign, the label is the process, but then they making ideas for the public that want to buy your stuff. They more like the middleman. But what do they know? Right. So now you right. going straight to the people that's going to purchase. Half your stuff. of them you don't them know up. nothing. No, they don't. Half of them. That's got why we get up. a lot of albums that sound like exactly how they sound. So did did everybody in this room even? You guys have all heard of Black Music Month. Did y'all know June was Black Music Month? Yeah. Okay, so do you do you do anything special for Black Music Month? You yes. play black music. Play I mean, music. is there any different than uh, what you do all year? <laughs> no, but 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 at least it's getting recognized. We get e roll on our podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. Is that Eric, don't you go on about on anybody else's podcast? I'm gonna stalk you now. <laughs> plus, plus June is almost over too. So yeah. but, but was but that no, a rhetorical was, question? No, no, or? no I was okay. it, it's serious. I just wanted to know because I know that well in the history of Black Music Month was partly because a group of certain um, black artists, um, industry people came together because the uh, there was there's apparently a Country Music Month in October oh. or something like mm-hmm. that. And they actually celebrated at the White House this the year that these people decided right. to put together. Oh, wow. Well, see, I never black, knew that. Black Music Month. <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, Obama, this, Changed President Obama changed it from Black Music Month to African American Music Appreciation Month. Well, see, that's whack. Like that. I don't like that. So you know, I, I, like, I like Obama, I like, but that's come on. Man. So I know that I know of it because <laughs> BET has always you know done stuff for June mm-hmm. for Black. Mm-hmm. But I would just wonder: is there how is it any different than what we do all year long? It well, year it, long, it's, right? it's basically recognition. It's almost like Black History yeah. Month in February. You know what I'm saying? We 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 should but we be celebrating. No, wow. but what I'm saying is, it's it's just a, a another I guess way to commercialize and recognize what it is as opposed. I mean, where we celebrate it as Black people all the time. We celebrate Black history all the time. So just like we celebrate Black music all the time. So it's just I, I this okay. is just what I'm thinking. It's just commercializing it and putting it out there and all that. So so real quick, um, R&B's influence on hip hop. Yes. Music that is, is it is it a, is it a huge influence? Is it just something that got it started? Like how much of an influence is R and B music on hip hop music? From the past, you mean? Yes. Like the past? No, I mean, no. Yeah. Uh, up till now, is it still influential in hip hop music? Yes, I mean just for James Brown alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we can name we can name off. I mean, even though. Uh, George George Clinton maybe under the term funk, but that still was arm. That still was rhythm and blues. Absolutely. I mean, and at the same time, you, if you keep it really one hundred, rock and roll ain't nothing but rhythm and blues too. So Absolutely. you know what I'm saying. So so I mean, yeah, 
in the past, definitely, and I think there were certain artists who then started drifting off and going into jazz yeah. and sampling classical, but I think the foundation of what the breakbeats they were mainly finding were were from rhythm and blues records. Right. You know, rhythm and records. And, and I mean, that's the... That's the beginning. I mean, really, if you listen to early hip hop, that's what they were rhyming to. You hit it on you the know? head with James Brown. Like James Brown is the most sampled artist in the history of hip hop music. So that that breakbeat and that breakbeat, the, the art of hip hop was we found this little breakbeat loop and we're gonna play that breakbeat part, mm-hmm. and, and then we're gonna have people rhyme over that breakbeat, mm-hmm. and that break was usually from a rhythm and blues record. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, I mean, it's. Hip hop music doesn't exist now. The culture is something different, you know what I'm saying? Because there's other elements to the culture, but hip hop music, I don't, I would venture to say no, it doesn't exist because without the break, Mm -hmm. there is no, no yeah, Mm -hmm. there's there's no nobody, there's no, there's no funky four plus one more, there's no crash crew, there's there's no no force MDs, there's none of them. Right, and you know it's it's not talked about enough, and I know we talk about Black Music Month right now, but I I tell you as a Jersey kid, what I always reminded of the excitement of hip hop as a whole was blowing my mind. Rap was just a small fraction of what I was going crazy over, mm-hmm. but just the fact that like this culture was being made artistically and artwork and graffiti, break dancing. Gotta remember how big break dancing was. Foundation for you to break dance. <laughs> Huge. So much time, like everyone wanted. I mean, a couple people wanted to run. Right. Everybody wanted to break. Dance. Everybody you know wanted I mean? to break. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. From just from the sheepskins and triple goose. About to say the, the, the dress, the language, the, the, the yeah, it's just the legions, everything, everything you think about. It's like there was so much. It was like amazing. Like how. If, if only I could witness that kind of culture again, yeah. revert and and rap, rap of course came came up and and, and flourished. It's a su- it's a subculture. It's a subculture. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's exactly. a subculture. But you know when we think about so this is me taking the uh, taking um another context of the rhythm and blues and and hip hop is when we think about from the blues perspective and then going forward to the rhythm and blues perspective and then going forward to the hip hop um, perspective, you look at those different genres or different periods, I I would say, Mm -hmm. as an outcry for our people. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, during the blues and the rhythm and blues from Strange Fruit, you know, where, you know, those, you know, those of us who have been disenfranchised, black people, we, you know, we expressed ourselves in that form. And by the time when, when hip hop or rap came into play, you know, in the Bronx, you know, the Bronx was the most overlooked area right. in New York. Right. And that was an outcry. You right. Know, graffiti as an art form um, was dope, but we, they were um, doing their graffiti on property yep. that wasn't theirs that were being neglected. You know, the projects mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you think about the whole um, connection of rhythm and blues and even, you know, the Caribbean in me has to shout mm-hmm. out the reggae mm-hmm. perspective as well. You think about Bob Marley and you know, you think about um, all the, the, the subcontext of what he was speaking and preaching about. So when you later on can celebrate the art form, right? Like, that, that's what was so sad about rock and roll is how it was literally stolen from us. Right. And you could see people, you know, checking and jiving. And I'm talking about As I see hip-hop non-blacks. music being done right now. Yeah, exactly. So what I, I can celebrate is... Here for me. Late 80s, early 90s when um, Mary 
when Mary came out with Father MC before, you know, I was listening to Father MC and I said, who is that lady yeah. in the back? You Who's know, that lady? You know, I, I didn't know. I was like, who's that lady? You can do, I'm yeah. not a singer. I'm not going to have you roll on it, here and it, I'm going to sing. You can do it for me. I'll do for uh -oh. you. Here we you go. You never in our background. <laughs> 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 I, don't I don't remember Father MC's part, but I remember Mary's part. Yeah. And then, you know, you go on and on and on. But I think it's deep to say that there's a connection between R&B and hip-hop from an Definitely. activism perspective. I, I, well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, if I if I chime in just real, real quick, and I think it's probably one thing I might be as much most disappointed in currently. But I mean, music has been the soundtrack to the Black movement ever since... Slavery, the state right. that music on. I wasn't there, but the music that was allowed on slave ships or was secretly put in slave was to help you get across that, get across mm -hmm. the vote. You know, so I mean, everything. Even when you say R and B, it just all comes back from African rhythms and yeah. drums. It's, you know, the, the, you know, so it still comes from that. And it's and and I and I would think that it probably that that has been a soundtrack for hundreds of years, even thousands of years before even that. Mm -hmm. But now, I don't feel like. And I would say this, I would say this, with Trump, you hear more rappers being outspoken more of how they feel currently right now. I don't know if we, I don't know if I felt that R&B has addressed police brutality. Mm. I don't think R&B has addressed domestic violence. Like, it, like for for the downfall of our, of our heroes, like, like Bill Cosby, and for young kids to be shot and killed by police officers, and R&B is still talking about getting lit in parties. Right. When yeah. certain rappers are stopping going, yo, F Trump, mm -hmm. F this, if you're going to shoot me, I'll at least, at least we'll give them a shout out to that. But I think most of your singers right now are still like, we can't address that. Let's just let's just talk about getting lit. And I think that's that's really unfortunate because if you look at the civil rights movement from the stable singers mm. to Curtis, Mayfield, to everybody, Donnie, Donnie. they're providing music to help that march. Right. Yep. help get through being arrested and, and this and that and that. And, and, and I, maybe I just would just hope that the, these singers, they might be singing about getting lit, but they're taking some of that money and, and putting it to the movement and helping other ways, maybe, you know, yeah. but, but it's always been that way. It's always been the foundation, you know, and if I get really 100 to piggyback off what you said, you know, the first, and I, if you listen to, I have a song called uh, More Than Stars on my album Fire. Yeah. And I talk, I talk about menstrual shows. And Minstrel Shows was the first true multi-million dollar entertainment in America. When, it, when people were colonizing and selling, the first thing they did, the first multi-million dollar business in, in America was white people imitating slaves. Mm -hmm. And it first started mm -hmm. imitating African rituals. You know, they weren't allowed to sing songs and sing their rituals while picking cotton. But on Sunday on their days off, you, you can do whatever you want. So if you want to do this Nigerian chant or whatever this is, that dance or whatever, they would let them do it on Sundays. And they studied it and they made a mockery of it. Yeah. Mm. And that's the beginning of minstrel show. That was the beginning of it. And then it went from like, now we are imitating them, imitating us. And this and it got, got way out of control. So, yeah, when you look at hip hop now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The same thing. Yeah. It, it, it's Message. Like, you know, it's like now they're looking and they're making a ridicule of like 
what we're what we're culturally doing, and then we're imitating them, making fun of what we culturally do, and and it's you know it's unfortunate, but that's the way it happens. That's what happened with rock and roll. That's what happened with jazz music. That's what you know. That's what happened with most of your fashion brands, you know. But um, but it is what it is. You know, I think you still stay true to your culture as much as you can. What we need to do is always stop and look and say, man, am I being true to my culture? I think Dave Chappelle perfectly said it when he realized that he probably was making a mockery of the culture rather than being part of the culture, mm-hmm. making making jokes inside the culture while I'm now outside of the culture making oh, no. the culture are laughing with me. Right. Like, okay, I'm <laughs> you know, and yeah. we're not so here. That's not what we're supposed to do. And um, but at the same time, keeping it 100 for those who did put themselves in blackface, I don't think me and Trey Lee would have a, a position in entertainment. If somebody didn't cross that line, whether it was a good line to cross or a bad line to cross, it was a line that had to be crossed. It's almost like just keeping it 100, not saying that slavery was a good thing in, in any form or fashion, right. but we're here because of it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, so for us to get here, we had to build from something. Whether it was built from something horrible, we had to build from something. That's what we had to build from. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm not so quick to vilify, you know, early black entertainers who were doing Shakespeare in blackface, mm-hmm. who were Chitlin circles in blackface. It might have been, might not have been something that I'm necessarily proud of, but there's only the only way we got to where we are, the only way we have Denzel Washington's and Holly Berry's is for those people who did take those steps. You know, so here we are. I know, I know we are like super over, yeah. but seeing as though your son had me busy oh, the I know. whole time. I, know. I just asked one last question. No, 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 no. Because we get it. I'm sorry, Trey and I usually get in trouble. So yeah, I'm we're just, good. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as the no, boss right. is good if with I, the overtime, I'm good. And the yeah. Mister is good right. also, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. As long as they ain't beeping, we good. Yeah. We, Trey hey, and Cat always get in trouble. I'm gonna take that because they right, they right. But look, I had a one year old. I can't. Can nah, hey man, <laughs> this is married to hip hop. Right, they don't so see it all. Last, my, my final question: as a world traveler with your music, and we're talking about. Black, the celebration of black music, do you find that it's celebrated more, um, less, or just as equally the same um, when you're like overseas? Oh, celebrated more. Celebrated more. Celebrated more. I think, um, you know, Good question. I, can, I can name several artists who, who tour more uh, overseas than they tour here. Like, Barry Reporter is a perfect example. Barry ah. Reporter is. Arguably a bigger artist than me here. He's a working artist here, but he's like a superstar overseas. Mm. Like he's a multi-millionaire right now because overseas he's doing a show here for a thousand people. He's doing five thousand, seven thousand seat venues over in Berlin Mm. and London, and and, you know. So, um, and I think it's just. I don't know. I mean, it's always been that way. It's always been that way. And I I can't really say why that is. What I will tell you is that when I go to London, you have a six foot five black man in the front row singing with tears in his eyes, singing loud. Word. And and it's like, it's like, it's like, I think the the removal of the male ego. Yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, before you finish. I, I, you know, I was in the airport in, in London and I saw this, I swear he had to be between 70 and 90 years old white man singing Shaka Khan. Uh, 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 what joint was he singing? Not I'm Every Woman, but it was one of them <laughs> joints where you use the, the high note. Yeah, I was looking at him like, word. Oh, I know what it was. Ain't nobody. 
Love me, bitch. I was like, yo, for real? Just like I was looking around, like, do y'all hear this? <laughs> this dude, it was a 70 to 70 to 90 year old white man. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> and, and, and I mean my fan base over there is it's it's all equally spread out. It's all equally spread out. So um, but I think here. You know, you might, I might come to, I can't tell you how many times like a woman comes to me in a CD line and I'm signing a CD. She said, well, I said, well, who am I signing to? She said, oh, signing for my husband, uh, John. He's over there. He don't want to come to <laughs> <laughs> He's like a huge fan. Sign my CD. Don't get my wife. We'll send my wife over there. You know, where, where you know, so I think it's, it, it is different. But at the same time, you know, I'm still appreciative of the support we get here. I think it's just a, it's just a culturally thing where, um, case in point, like DC has a lot of music venues, mm-hmm. so you have a lot of music coming there. People in Kansas City might not have the same situation. People in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania might not have the same kind of situation. So I think it comes down to the area because if I go to, you know, Cardiff, which is like an hour or so outside of London, my shows are really small there. I can't say that it's. I'm celebrated like I might go to London or I'll go to Paris or any spots like that. So there's always little markets where I go to where it's like it's quiet and very humbling. Right. <laughs> you know, show me do. right, right. But the big cities there, yeah, the responses are, are a little more more um, amplified because uh, I don't know they, they just look at it probably as it's more special. All right, so before we let you go, man, we want to play one of your records, man. I, I heard a glimpse of it. I had heard, of, I mean, we played a glimpse of it, and I, I know the record. The joint with Glenn Lewis that, that that we're about to play right now. Just tell us about that record before we drop it on him. It's an incredible record, man, but go ahead and speak on it. Well, it's a record I did uh, for my sons, to be honest, man. Like, my, you know, I got a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old, but it's like, um, just be unapologetic of, of your strength and, and your beauty, you know? Don't tuck your cape in. Like, like people may want you to be like Clark Kent, but really remember that you're Superman. Mm. And, um, and, and we initially did a song for, uh, we did this album called Chasing Goosebumps with DJ Jazzy Jeff. He has a thing called The Playlist, which is really amazing. And we record, we wrote, recorded, and produced the album in one week. Wow. And Glenn Lewis was the lead singer. So we all, we, everything was live streamed. They watched us through everything. And I wrote the song during that time while I was working. I was working on my album. And, and it was funny because when I was working on it, I did the song. And everybody's, when I went back to the studio, everyone was going crazy over it. So, of mm. course, like, yeah, if y'all want it, let's rock. Mm. So, of course, that's why my man Glenn Lewis is on it as well. And um, it's just a special record, man. It's a record I think I'll be singing for the rest of my life, whether it's popular or not. It's just important, you know, no to doubt. tell our young black kids today that, like, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Like, we grew up with limitations. I never thought I'd see a black president. Black right. president, my kids know. Right, <laughs> right. That's all they know, right? That's crazy. <laughs> to be black, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, so, so at the same time, you know, don't tuck your Superman qualities in, whether that's your intelligence, whether that's your beauty, whether it's whatever. Don't apologize for it. Don't tuck it in in any form or fashion. You know, like Superman and Barkin. Tone, I'm, I'm proud of you, Tone. So Hold good. on. Tone, I'm proud of you, yes. dog. First of all, you gave us a timely sound effect right. based off of what this man was saying. Yo, E, if you ever tuned in to any of our shows, you would really understand how important that was. <laughs> yeah, and that too. You know what I mean? man tune like that. Yeah. That was so good, Tone. That was special, man. I'm about to tear up in this one. <laughs> but hey, E, man, what'd you say, E? There's a reason why he's called Tone. <laughs> <laughs> 
But listen, man, we want to thank you for all of your time. I know you got a busy schedule with the wife and the kids and all that, man. But you just dropped so many jewels on us right now, man. And we just want to thank you for coming through. You know what I mean? And I'm going to have to watch the show on rerun. Oh, yeah, because you had to. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody that tuned in or is tuning in, man, I need y'all to give it up for my brother, the independent king, my man, Eric Robeson, y'all. We're going to drop this record on You know what I'm saying? Mr. Sean Harvey. Oh, yeah. Always got to see this the hip hop. Shout out to Sean, man. That's my people's too. That's right. Say hello. We want Sean on this couch. Shout out to that shirt. Dope black writer. Ah, yeah. You know, let me let me give you a quick quick story about this. I was at a play, a concert, and this woman was in a valley line getting a car. She had a shirt on. I just asked her, yo, what? that's a dope shirt. And it's an organization of black women who are dope black writers. So if you can just, I, I'm going to say Google the name and look at yeah. them on Instagram. I yeah, yeah, I shirt. need that info I'm, offline, I'm son. That, I need yeah. that. Yeah, dope yeah, black, yeah. Dope black writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> once again, y'all, Eric Robertson, ladies Let's and go. gentlemen, Eric yes. Robertson. Yo, hold on, I want E introduce the song. Oh, yeah, E introduce the song. This is your boy, Eric Robertson. This is off the Earth, Wind & Fire trilogy. The album Earth, the song is called Superman.
Yo, E. Roll, man, my brother for life, man. I'm glad he had, you know, he was able to come through and and talk this about and give us really a history yeah. lesson. He taught me something today, you know what I mean, about the whole menstrual thing. There was a request yeah. I, I, I uh-huh. meant to sure. say it earlier that somebody was like, hey, "Can I get a little bit of the lustful?" Oh, oh they, they wanted to hear some, yeah. yeah. Oh, the love, they wanted to hear the lustful <laughs> yeah. love joint. Oh, oh, by the way, that that's featuring myself on there. Thank you, E. Roll, oh, for allowing man. me to be on that record. <laughs> my bad for not saying you know it. Nah, nah, it's all good. But I think I think we got my man coming through. I think you know my man is in the streets right now. Yeah, I think I think I think we got my, my. You know what I mean? Hold on. You know when I start doing this, you know what it is, man. We on the clipboard. Coming in for a landing. Lori's cousin. Oh my goodness, Yo, Carl, what up, man? Hey, Sam, man, what's going on over here, man? Can we get the proper hand claps going on? Hey, we got to go What's going on? What's happening? It's been like two months. I know, man. I seen you down on, on at, at, uh, Freedom's Bridge yeah. in Alabama. Gosh, man. Yo, how, I, I, before we get into the, yo, how was that experience, yo? Amazing, man. I, I decided to do an intermedia a road trip. I went to ATL. Uh, I went to Selma. I went to downtown Montgomery. Wow. I went to Birmingham. Wow. I was all over the place, man. I'm, it was fun. I just got back at like three something in the morning. Wow. Yo, you know what's fascinating about where you went, man? I always think about like, you know, people talking about, you know, uh, you know, the marches and all that. Every time I look at footage of the marches, them brothers mm-hmm. and sisters was out there clean with hard bottom shoes and yeah. heels on, walking miles. Like that is yo yo. Yeah, none of us in this room could do that. Like no, none of us in this room could do that. And if you say you could do that, you lying. For, for no, you, you you definitely you definitely gain a whole lot of a whole new level of respect um, and admiration for for the ancestors. That's that's the truth. So yes. For me, it's a lot of content coming, so you guys definitely be on the lookout for that. But it, it was it was a blessing. It was a blessing to go. Intern sure. media. So Shout look, out look. Intern media. Yes, intern yes, media. yes. Intern media, man. He's on the he's on Yo, the that move. Couch is comfortable too. I just want to let you know. <laughs> oh, word, 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 <laughs> word. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's, 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 that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> 
You know. Oh, no, okay. See, now you got to explain it. Here we go. No. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not, listen. That's your cousin. Listen. I'll get into that. And shout out to Stacey Lee. Yeah, shout out to Stacey And Harlem Hops. If y'all haven't been to Harlem yet, it's the hottest beer craft spot. Yes. It black I, look, I, rocked, I rocked the shirt at ATL. I had the shirt on at ATL. Oh, I did. I had it on Miami. too in Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. shout out to Harlem Hops. Yeah. But listen, let's That's get into the. Let's get into it. Listen, I know we talked. We we said we wasn't going to talk about them albums, but we can talk yeah. about because we didn't talk about it with E. Yeah. So let's let's start from there and then go go to where we was going. Oh, so you want you want to jump into the, the yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z? Oh yeah, all um, that, album? all that. Nah, it's all that. Oh, yeah, all we, that. Can, we can definitely do that. So I mean, they, you know, they've been they took over social media. I felt like at one point I was going down my newsfeed, all I saw was Beyonce and Jay Z and their new album. And, I, and I'm look, I'm excited because I'm going to their concert at the end of July. Oh, word. Um, yeah, man, I'm going to their concert at the end of July in in in, uh, in Philly. Nice. In Philly. So so would you go yeah. if Jay wasn't there? If it was just Beyonce, mm-hmm. would you go? You, you know what? I went last year. I went, I, oh, yeah? I went, I so went, I went, I it was just you and B? It was just you and B? Yeah, yeah, no, it was me, my lady and B. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you just went and talked about London in the 70 to 90 year old Jordan. I had nothing you talked about Shaka Khan and you were happy. No, I said, you... no, I said, do y'all see this? I didn't say I was, I was just shocked. No, on the real, you, you were going to see the base, yo. You know, I, she because you know you're gonna get a show. I, you know what? Shout out to the Beehive. I don't yeah, want y'all look, to get I went me. to her yeah, show and it was everything. everything. I mean, her show, like she she probably is the best. Her and Bruno probably the yeah, best on stage cool. performers oh, yeah. today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you if I if somebody gave me a ticket, I'll go. I'm not paying, but I'll go. <laughs> and you'd you know be what pleased. I mean? <laughs> but but the J and B, first of all, do you like it? Do you like the album? You know, I, I haven't listened to it from front to back, but I like what I've heard so far. I do like what I've heard so far. Y'all like that? And I, I just think it's amazing that they can... I only heard one song. So they, can, they can be laying in bed, and they can say, you know what? Let's just drive an album. <laughs> and, 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 every, and so the, the world's going to stop okay. uh, for at least a couple of days. And that's the, en- that's the envy in me, like... Damn, I wish I could do that, <laughs> yo. Just roll out and make an album and just, you know not, what I mean? Not care who else is dropping. Exactly. Which, which speaks to why did they drop? Like, it is. It, why did they drop at the same time all this yay and Nas mm. is dropping? Like, why you, you did they, they drop? You think there was some shade? I don't know. There's some shade there? It begs the question. Because they can. I think it's because they can. Because I they think can. They can. I mean, they but, but ain't they supposed to be people? Yeah, that's supposed that's to make that's make that. I think. I think for us, lay folks, we are just like, we have to overthink things and overprocess things. Plus, I kind of see them. So they want to compete. Industry friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they kind of hype. No, I've heard this. Bill, what hype? Are we building the hype as far as them? Coming out at the same time, are we as a oh. building the hype? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, well, you know, we, we already know that Jay Z and Kanye West, their 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 relationship is not what it used to be. But I thought that him and Nas were on a were in a good place at this particular point. They, they both they older. They got you know families think, and think about this. Let me give y'all. A, a, I mean, but is it a slap in the face or something? I mean, listen, listen, I listen, it. listen. It's competition, it but listen, listen. Let me just drop a nugget on y'all, right? Oh, do you? Uh, come on. <laughs> I'm taking it too far. Yeah, yeah. That's a reach. Right? That's a reach. 
<laughs> that's a reach. You're going All too right. far. So look, so so supposedly by by the public standards, uh, Nas ethers Jay, right? So then Jay okay. turns around and signs Nas right. to Def Jam, which he's still on, by the right. way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that to me was the bosses of all boss moves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm your boss. Mm-hmm. You ethered me, now I'm your boss. So now Nas, <laughs> you entered know, me, now I'm your boss. That's crazy. Your boss. Your boss. Yo, shout out to Jay for that. That was so gangster. But then, now, he's in bed with uh, Beyonce and, and with the girl, Kardashian. They got their little squabbles going on. So Wait, Nas- Beyonce has no squabble with-, with Well, okay. Kardashian has a squabble with B. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take a little pot shot. So then Nas and Jay- Collaborate on a joint, and then here comes B and, and Jay with an album as soon as Nas drops. Like, I, I got a, I got a question. Like, are you peoples? Like, if you know what I mean, or I, is it a situation? I think, you I, think, think you, I think they're fine, especially if, if, especially if you're saying not he's Nas's boss, right? That's an well, employ- not anymore, but. Cause he left. Well, he might still be getting a little. Cause he's getting side money. Action. You're gonna yeah. get money. He probably still getting a little and, side and, action. And truthfully, if you're gonna buy in today's mm-hmm. people who are buying Jay Z, who are mm-hmm. buying Nas, if they both came out the same day, you're gonna buy both. You're not gonna be like, ooh, which one do I? Get? I I'm a school you so, on. This. If remember, you're remember? even buying, like if you said, you're I'm about to say, let just me, be listening. No, 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 no. Remember, I told you people aren't buying. They're streaming. Yeah, there we go. Streaming. We don't go buy anymore. No, but you're still listening. You're streaming. But you're buying. You're buying the the the. Subscription, yeah. Right. You're not even buying. If, the... Even if you're watching it free, there's still. Right. So basically, it it doesn't yeah, matter when you drop because it's not, I'm gonna exactly. listen. To I'm gonna everything. listen to it anyway. That's and that's the point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that supports your argument then. So no matter what, it's, it's no not time. really no buying the records. Right. It's I got the streaming service, so everybody can drop at the same time, and I can pick when, when you, I want to listen to when it. You yeah. are, when okay, you are, when you are enough, yeah, because it's you all about the buzz, as you always say. But here's the thing: people are gonna have Nas and Jay Z songs on their playlist all the time. It's not even. It's not. I mean, it's just like to me, like. In my land of you know reality is Howard Homecoming. You have two or three of your people's throwing a party the same day. It's yeah. like, Dad, you can, right. I'm gonna go over right. there real quick, right. show my face. Right. I'm gonna go to the Point next taken. one, show right. my face, and then yeah. you're like, no, and no one can say that you're not supporting right. those. So. Yeah, but, but at the same time, when they come out with something together, when they come out with a joint album, which I, this is their first joint album, so we're, we're saying it for the first time, but. Things do kind of just stop. I don't. I don't get that same feeling if if Drake puts out an album, or maybe if like maybe if somebody like a Kendrick drops an album or or, or something like that. I know when the whole, the whole Pusha T situation when he dropped the album and and him and Drake kind of had their beef going on. Things kind of stopped for like a day. Mm-hmm. For a day, you know. For, for at least for at least like twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know? that's all they get. That's all they get. <laughs> No, but seriously. you have to also think about it. Like I hear what you're saying, but with Bay, you know, it's different. You, if we're if we're comparing like Jay and Nas and and Kanye was mm-hmm. all coming out, that's one thing. But with him and Beyonce, it goes back to what um, I agree with Lori. What we said, they did it because they could. Right. I want to wake yeah. up just because I could. Right. And mm-hmm. I just want to go and I put and, out an album and, and say, honestly, poop, poop, poop. You, they may not have even thought about it. Be like, oh, Nas is fun. Just putting out an album. That's cool. You, I'm yeah, but you don't want it. I don't yeah. that. You, you know what the problem is, though, Jay? Oh, I know they thought about it. I know they thought about it. What'd you say? Intermediate call? No, I was saying, I, was saying I, I think that even if Beyonce didn't think about it, Jay-Z, yep. and, then I, and I love Jay, but Jay is known for his, his swag and he's known for his being braggadocious. So 
I, I think that he can be passive aggressive at times. He's very slick. So he's slick. He's so very I slick. Him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't I, put it past him. He said, "You know, we're gonna we're gonna do this because I, no." But Bay's making the out. decisions right now. Come on, he done did the whole four 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 album. Right. But you know, but like I got to control. It boils down saying. to they can they can <laughs> drop and not care or have it matter I, whoever yeah. else is dropping. I don't care. Your, the, the, the yeah, the old for eight. Yeah, yeah whatever. I don't, I don't so, yeah. so, so, bottom line, who has heard the album? I heard. I've heard some of the album. I heard some of the album. What's the verdict? Love it. Love it. I'm good with it. You good with it? I, I like it. I like. It. I ain't gonna say love it. Three out of five. You see, you see what happened? It's 2018. Two or three songs is a good album now. Mm. That was on the yeah, yeah, they only have about seven. 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 Like seven, right? No, I, who? Jane and Beyonce? Jane That's ten. It's ten. I'm hearing seven, nine, ten. How many singles? It's not. I'm hearing seven, nine, ten. How many songs are hot? I think it's seven. Hot? I thought you said two. It's nine. It's nine. It's nine. It's nine. How many good songs on there? How many good songs? That's a good point. It depends on who you're asking. Cause y'all just yeah, went yeah, from I'm not paying to go see Bay to me saying okay. I'll stand out in the rain and see her, which I did. Well, you a fan? No, Kat, no, Cat is right though. It's, it's dependent on who you ask. I am, because, like, but I'm a fan. If I ask my girlfriend, go she is she is diehard Beyonce. That's what I mean. So that's her yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you say, Carl? No, I was saying um, I agree with Cat. It's based on who you ask. If you ask me, I, I like Beyonce and I'm a big fan of Jay. But at the same time, I'm gonna be objective. If I ask like someone like my girl, who's like Beyonce is. <laughs> Is beehive, she's beehive. Beehive, she's beehive. She she's putting her hands around my throat before for, uh, for saying something bad about me. <laughs> so for her, for her, she might say it's an A plus. It's a, it's you know, a, but in my opinion, it's a solid album. I heard the album. He got the yeah. joint Love. Uh, was it Love Happy? Love Happy. That's probably the, the hottest joint That's on there to me. That's your favorite too. I mean, because they really get candid. They really. But but the mm. beat is dope, the and it, the, the beat knocks. But they really talk mm. about this situation. Like B gets real gangster with it. Like you got to change up the rock that you bought me before, yeah. based off of what I know now and what happened. You are gonna have to take this ring off and give me another one, and so we can reevaluate. Right. Like that was gangster to me. That like gangster. that's crazy. So can, can, I say, can I can I just say this? Can I say this? I just want. I I, I never thought I would see the day. When Jay Z's taking pictures with, and you know, you guys know where I'm going with this. In the bed with, with yeah, I mean, I, he, he kissing and making up right now. Yo. And, and you know what? I saw um, I saw something on on Instagram. I saw like a meme on Instagram that said, "This is what you have to do when you make some of the mistakes that he makes." I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I just kind of want him to get away from that part of it. Yeah, he, he real suckerish right now. He like real suckerish. Like, I mean, but if you listen, that's the woman he loves. He gonna go to the he gonna go to the ends of the earth. So if that means this man is posing half naked in the bed, you might be watching him pose from here on out. But the boy, but the boy shaped like a potato, but he's still posing half naked in the bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna be going hard on Brooklyn like this, okay? Oh, she trying to really? turn him into a sex symbol, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> 
And you see a woman's face over here like, yo, Jay, for real? You better, listen, next question. Next question. Y'all bash your Brooklyn. Next question. We're going to get a lot of backlash for this. We're going to get a lot of backlash for this. Hey, man, listen, if Big can be half naked in the bed, you know what I'm saying? You saw a warning, right? Let's talk about Freeway and BDC. Let's talk about some Philly people. Or some B more house people. Y'all not going to go off of Biggie. Y'all not going to go off of Biggie or Jay. Big Day don't like that. No, no, no. Brooklyn don't like that. All right, so 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 the, so the Ye album. Let's talk about the Ye album, the Nas album, the whole uh, 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 Cuddy and 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 and, and uh, Pusher. The whole Man, you, you sequence. I was just talking to. Uh, I was actually just talking to a cousin of mine yesterday about this because we were talking about albums. We were talking about Nas and Jay um, and individuals of that you know that stature. Do you feel like people are, and I want to hear from you guys on this, do you feel like people are checking for, for Nas' album? I'm a, I'm a fan of Nas, and I respect him. Like, I think he's an OG. I respect him. Do you think that people are checking for a Nas album right now in 2018? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, yes. yeah, his fans are. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Fans, yeah. he's, he's a mainstay in, in the culture. You know what I'm saying? However, Absolutely. that to me, that seven song, whatever EP album was rather lackluster. I okay. mean... I, I, I heard on that track. Okay, has has everybody heard the Nas? No, album? I heard the one single. Yeah, you got to have this conversation next week. I, mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't hear no it. two. Was it two? Was it one or two that you played? Oh, I, played I heard it. one. No, don't for me. I didn't hear the one thing. So it was one. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't talk it. about I didn't it. Get it. I didn't. I can't talk about it. You didn't get automatic. So well, well, Nas, Nas is lyrical. He's always going to be lyrical. But I have some issues with a lot of the stuff that he does. And this particular collaboration with Kanye, to me, just did Nas no justice as really? the Nas that we know. That's just to me. I don't know if it's the, the combination. To me, to sum this whole thing up, out of all of the joints that Ye has put out this summer, and I think uh, 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 Tiana Taylor just dropped something too. I haven't mm-hmm. heard that yet. But Pusha T by far has the best collection of music out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Push the T's joint knocks. And 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 that's you know uh 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 in lieu of the subject matter. Right. Because mm-hmm. the subject matter yeah. is, you know what I mean, like it's little to be desired. I wouldn't play it for my kids. Right. However, mm-hmm. for me as a listener and just the co- yo, that thing knocks but, top to bottom. You know what was interesting for me when I was watching a, a couple interviews with, with Pusha T and he was talking about I was actually surprised at how humble he was in terms of uh, he, he, I guess he relinquished a lot of like creative control to Kanye because it, he said there were certain songs that didn't even make and didn't even make this album, you know. And I guess he kind of relinquished some of that control well, to to, to yeah. Well, that's a good marriage because as an MC yeah. or an artist and producer, some yeah. producers just aren't in sync with certain artists. That yeah. them two, perfect marriage to me. In sync, yeah. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, I mean, with the album combined with the with everything with the Drake situation, that he to me to me he came out on top in that situation. So I think the album combined with with his success with that, going at Drake, who's at you know kind of at the top right now. Yeah, um, he, he's 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 sitting back. I think. Oh he's no no back. no, he's killing the summer right now. For you know, me. yeah, he's, 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 wait, he's waiting to hear. He's waiting to hear from everybody else now. So so so. so. Get into real quick before we leave. Get into you know our condolences and prayers to the yeah. young boy, uh, Extension. Um, for, for our viewers and our listeners at home, um, uh, XXX to, to Tentacion, he just passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was shot and killed on Monday in Florida. Uh, just 20 years old, and he, he died right on the spot. I know we got to go. Uh, just a couple things I wanted to point out that, that was eerie to me. 
recently he posted a video on social media. And in that video, he talked about, look, you know, worst things comes to worst. If, if something does happen to me, if I'm if I'm sacrificed, if I'm killed, I just hope that at least five million kids, um, you know, were able to be impacted in a positive way for my music. I saw uh, that. So that, that's kind of eerie, mm, yeah. you know, that he kind of that he was it's almost like he kind of knew he was going to be a target of something. Yeah. And then I also also want to mention that social media, this age of social media is really getting out of hand because, do you know, out of all the witnesses that were there, um, on the scene of the shooting, do you know the only one had the decency to go up to his BMW uh, while he was dying and to check for a pulse? Everybody else, what do you think they did? They got those smartphones out and they were recording it like it was entertainment. So I just think that we got we need to Unreal. we need to be better, man. When social media is getting out of hand at this particular point. Unreal. That's how it is now. Yo, when it's like you would rather film some something than get help. Yeah, that's the absolutely. world. That's the world we live in. It just, it just happened out here in, uh, in the Bronx. It just happened yeah. to a 15-year-old boy. Sure they got, got stabbed got up. Like that. They got, they got stabbed. stabbed up. And you had people recording yeah. it telling him to get to the hospital. Yo, I don't know about y'all. Yeah, Cat, go ahead and speak on yeah, it because I'm so angry yeah, by yeah. that. Like, I can't even be my, my usual self yeah, when I, I saw the, I saw the video. And, and thank you for talking about Extension. There's Lissandra Felix, you know, who is the young, you know, Bronx brother who passed away, who got murdered, also yeah. stabbed. Um, I yes. would, um, the video is horrific. I, I watched it and it just messed my whole head up. And I, as a mother, as a, as a human being, you know, I, I don't understand the state of our society, you know, and then there, there's also the other young boy, Antoine, who got shot running away, Pittsburgh. you know, and running away, and shot three times. And, and I'm going to, and I'm going to be honest, right. I'm, I'm, I try to be as transparent as I can be. So I watch, you know, reality TV and one of them is Real Housewives of, of um, New York. And okay. I watched it a, like a week or so ago. And there's this white woman, she goes, Countess, whatever her name is, but Countess. And she is talking about her being arrested. This was, this made the news, but she's talking about, you know, she was being arrested and she was kicking and beating up on the police officer and, and they pressed charges on her. But not once did she say that there was a gun pointed mm -hmm. at her. Mm -hmm. She made it out alive to be on reality mm -hmm. TV to still talk about it and glorify White the woman. fact that she's still here. So when you hear about a brother running away, when you hear about another brother a running child. into a store, running into a store and being dragged out and These being stabbed by machetes and knives. And then when you hear about a young artist 20, not even 21 years old, He's just being children, murdered. Right? And I'm, I think I heard somewhere that he he is he was expecting a child or 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 something along those lines. It's just sad to see the state of society and to know that the person who is I refuse to say he's leading this country, but the person who's who's occupying, occupying the occupying. office on occupying. Pennsylvania Avenue, yeah. you know, for him to go and still think about himself and I don't care what anybody says about his wife wearing a jacket. I rock Zara all day long, but that was not a jacket no. that you wear. That's Michelle Obama show. couldn't, uh, the real first, they couldn't even wear a, a dress with her arms you know how showing. Many people that, how, you know, many, how many people and, they have on, on staff for, for the sole but that's purpose what I'm is to, to Put but it doesn't even. The first lady. But it doesn't even matter at this point because at the end of the day, we are watching mankind kill and disrespect mankind, and we are just capturing it. And every day, it's something new. And so, when you look at what's happening to our immigrant brothers and sisters, the oh separation, and to see that. 
people are dying within a week span. I, I couldn't even stop. I couldn't even watch the news anymore. And you know, so today, if this is a breath of fresh air to talk about albums, but at the same time, it's also gut wrenching yeah. to know that we are living in a day and time where the person who's occupying the office chooses to talk about his wife's jacket, mm-hmm. not caring, right. but not caring about the people that are literally getting murdered on the right. streets. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where I'm at. Sorry for my rant. Pittsburgh had just been sworn in two hours. Two hours. Two hours minutes. before. And he's on the streets chasing down yeah. a child. Yeah. And, and before we go, I do want to mention this. Before we go, I do want to say that the only good thing uh, right now is the fact that uh, someone has, a man has been arrested yep. uh, in the in the murder. He, uh, his name, 22-year-old Dedrick Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was arrested, uh, I think, on Wednesday evening. And he's actually being held right now. Uh, held without bond, he's gonna be he's gonna be standing before a judge on Monday. So that's so better. Right. So that's okay. better than he's being a pop. He's, he's black. He's black. Well, let's not say of course. Let's not say of course. But Carl, can you can you say it, um, in regards to which murder? Uh, this is the murder of XXX Tentacion. Yeah, I just want for our listeners to know. They find the second person who was involved, even though there was two armed. Uh, men who approached the car. Only yeah, they one let off shots. Okay, so they, they just got two for the, for the price of one. So, so we're making progress, I guess, because nobody still found the murderer of Big and Pac, right? They they still right. at large, right? Okay. Large. I, ju- I, I just want to put that out there. Don't, don't give me any trade. Don't get me started on that. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, just want to... Right. Uh, it, it, that's, why, that's why I said it. Could they get two for the price of one? That's what, I'm sure they could get more than two. You think? Mm. Co-conspirators. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and, and I don't know if I was speaking to part of our production team earlier. I don't know if it was with Nika or if it was with Kenya. I don't, I, um, but we were talking about how the occupant, he chose to parade. <laughs> I like <it. laughs> the occupant. I, I refuse. No, that's the new, no, that's the new, new. Can we get a sound effect for that? Find <laughs> one. Yeah. He's no longer. Whatever y'all want to call he's him, he's the occupant. The occupant. <laughs> A.K.A. Four Five. You know what I mean? You know what it is. You know, he brought, he, um, he brought, and Kenya, correct me if I'm saying it wrong, yeah, but so he dope. brought, you know, a, a, a bunch of individuals whose family members were murdered by immigrants. Right. You know, yeah. and... I saw that weak shit. Yeah. I mean, Yo, that was so... You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. but I'm still waiting for him to bring the, the descendants yeah. of people who got murdered by the KKK or or white police or just white America. Right. You know, how mm-hmm. about that? So mm-hmm. it's not a it, you, you. We try not to make this a race show, but let's it be is real. a race show. It has to be a race show because we cannot be black in America and talk about all that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Hip hop was. As far as the genre, like we touched on, Black and Eric, Latinos. it was mm-hmm. you know it stemmed from the impact of what we were su- suffering and struggling with in the ghetto. We so it. we created it and we're living it. And at the end of the day, you know the occupant has got to go. And, and you know what? As I as I before I sign off, I do, I do want to say this because shout out to you guys for mentioning this before we start the segment. If you're black, even if you're not black, if you get a chance to go to historic places like like Selma or like Montgomery, Alabama or Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, places like that. You you, you got to go because there's so there's so much history there that you, you didn't even learn in, right. you know, in school. And when I when I tell you I'm 27, I didn't live through it at all. I mean, I, I just I'm just hearing stories from my grandparents and my parents. But when I tell you that when I drove across, when I 
start to drive across the Edmund Pedersen Bridge. In Selma, mm. when I tell you I had to do everything in my power to fight back tears no just, from dri- just from driving up on the bridge. No doubt. You know, and, and I'm 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 27. I don't even know what that even feels like to live in the 60s mm-hmm. or the 50s or the 70s, you know? So I, I just think that it's something that everybody should should do, you Man. know, just to learn about that history because that's and, world history. And, and that's crazy because you're 27. I've been on this earth almost 48 years and I still haven't been there and I feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you were able to... To 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 share not only share that experience with us, but to share that experience for yourself, man. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it made it made me more more uh, proud to be to to be black for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, man, you know what it is. Thank you, Thank you for God. giving us the word on Thank the street God. as you always do, man. And we're gonna send you up out of here properly the way that we always do. You know what I mean? <laughs> We gonna go on the clearport. We loading up on the plane, first class. With Lori's cousin, about to take off. Shout out to Intern Media, y'all. Thank you. Yo, thank you, Paul, man, for giving us the word, man. Thank you, guys. Love y'all. Love you too. Yo, this is a heck of a show, yeah. man. Heck of a show. So you know, I know not for, not for nothing. I know what the the topic, um, and I would much rather end on something light. But just because y'all brought the topic around that way, that I was watching a clip from one of those late night shows. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know which one. You know, I'm not up that late. But um, the the host, I mean, the, the uh, guest on the show was one of the CNN. Um, uh, Lemon, was the guest on the show. And they were talking about all the stuff that's going on with the immigration stuff, which has just been heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot watch another mom cry. Um, it just it just does something to me. Um, but they were talking... The, the the host, of course, was is a white guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, the problem that's with white people right now is that they're... And I'm paraphrasing, but he's basically saying we're, they're running scared because white people are not multiplying in numbers and they're having babies in numbers that are going to keep them being the majority. So not too long from now, what they are have so, for so long been known as, as the minorities mm-hmm. are going to be the majority and, and everything is going to flip. Mm-hmm. And that's why you are seeing so much of what's going on now. This, I mean, just at an unspeakable rate. Why the racism that? and stuff is going on because they they know their time is almost up. Yeah, they're they they're running they, 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 they know the way they live and how they treated people right. on this earth. Right. That's what they know. And and shout out to my brother Wes and all my brothers at Gerard College that are of the Caucasian persuasion. You know what I'm saying? You know who you are. You know you in this fight with us. Mm-hmm. But hey, we speaking generally. Mm-hmm. Yes, your time is up, white folk. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, they dying off by the numbers, and they not more. They not yo. You can't keep up with the Latino and the Latina community, man. They coming, black folks. We here. We've been here. We've been here since the beginning of the time, and we and and you can't. Thank you. Yes, throw that bomb again. You you can't stop what's the inevitable. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like we here. I don't care what you do, what laws you change, all that, man. Your time is up. Period. Plus, we got strong genes. That's right. <laughs> and Rob said that in the big voice, like, plus we got strong genes. 
put the deep voice on. He said that from down here. Plus, we got strong jeans. He said that like Mr. Clean. Plus, we got strong jeans. So look, man. I know we didn't, you know, went over the time, but yeah, man. This 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 episode was important. I know our staff is killing us. I know Shonda, she's like, yo, come on. You know what? I'm not even putting I'm the time gonna, up. I'm just going to stay here I'm with that with camera. Man. No more 30 seconds. No more saying, forget it, man. You know what? After a while, she just start putting up the fence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought the fence was black power. I thought it was black power. I hope they see it. If they don't, then hey, forget it. So, you know what I mean? We're going to get up out of here, man. With my man. Yeah, because I've, I've been hearing little people just running rampant up I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to just look. Who? Who told? What? What? Oh, 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 which it is drama all the time with Tracy Lee and my co-host over here, DJ Blake, Kit Kat, Mrs. Lee, I'm Tracy Lee, and we out of here. Easy.